Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is the Lift Your Spirits podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jordan. And this is episode 13. Sweet. And this episode is going to be our review on James Bond, No Time to Die. All right. So first, I want to ask, how how familiar are you with like the, the Bond series, the 007 series? Okay, so I've only ever watched the Daniel Craig ones. Intentionally. I have all of the capacity to go watch the old ones and I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> I feel that I've seen, I've okay. seen clips. I don't, I don't fully remember the last one that I've seen, but let's, let's go through the list real quick for Daniel Craig movies. So there's, oh, I can, do you have it pulled up? I don't have it pulled up. I was just about to go off of memory. I will pull it up right now. I think the last one that I seen, I want to say it was Skyfall. Okay, I think... But that, also, I'm not sure. That might be the last one. Okay, so... Why do you not put them in order? I typed it in, and it gave them to me, but it gave them to me in dumbass order. Oh, and now it's giving me all the Bond movies. Okay, so first one he did was Casino Royale. Okay, uh, I remember hearing about that one. I don't recall seeing it, though. So, Casino Royale was a big deal because... um. James Bond series notorious, notoriously uh, steals the ideas of other spy movies. When I say ideas, I mean like uh, stylistically. Yeah. So, because the stories were written by Ian Fleming back in the, in the 50s. Uh, so, they more or less stay vaguely the same. But so, Casino Royale was uh, heavily inspired by the Bourne Identity series, which I've never seen. you never seen so, the Bourne series? Oh. Never watched them. They they just looked generic and boring to me. You need to watch the Bourne series. I I'm sure I will eventually, but it just no no no. Don't say eventually. This is going to be your new mission, and this is going to be your quest for the for the next week or two. You have to see the Bourne series. I'm they're amazing. Except for the last one, I don't get the last one. Okay, but so this first Casino Royale was heavily based off that. Like that, I I remember the beginning scene of it is uh, it's all black and white at the beginning. And he bashes a man's head in and drowns him in a bathroom sink. And it's like super gritty and super brutal and just like yeah. close up. And it just, it's not like flashy and clean at all. And that like really everyone was like, holy shit, like this is some new stuff compared to the last one, which was four years beforehand in 2002. Um, then Quantum of Solace, I remember being stupid boring. I, that's all I can remember of that one, which is 2008. Skyfall was 2012. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Skyfall, okay. Now, try to refresh my memory, please. Is Skyfall the one where they're basically in that house for mm-hmm. like a good the, portion of the fight? That's the, the big ending. Game, right? Or that's the beginning? That's the ending. The big oh, ending okay. is okay. Uh, okay, yes. the that's shootout in the house. And that's the last one I actually recall seeing is Skyfall. Yeah. But I, I can definitely say that I'm pretty sure you should have you watched Spectre before watching No Time to Die. After yeah, watching well, the movie, I've seen all of them uh, in one go through of a watch, not counting this last one. But I, I should have rewatched all these leading up because this movie has a shit ton of like, yeah, remember these characters and these things and all that stuff. Yep, a lot of that. So I was, when I was watching the movie, I was like, damn, I probably should have watched the one before this. And I was, I was thinking that the one before this was Spectre because they kept talking about Spectre a lot, and I was like. This is definitely just a sequel to that last one. 
But so, it's still an enjoyable movie, even without having that extra all that knowledge. Knowledge, yeah. They pulled a lot more than just Spectre, because I think the... um, Who was his name? Felix, who died in the boat. Yeah. He, he wasn't... He, he's from earlier. I think he was from... He might even have been from Casino Royale. Man. But so they, but they, I, I, I think they did a lot of callbacks to the older movies and to the movies not even in this franchise. But, so, okay, so, so now that we've gone over it, you, so you, you basically have watched less of them or have a recollection of less of them than I do. Yeah. But once again, I did not, I, I'm not like a huge, I don't know these as well as some people do. We're just doing a regular old movie review. Yeah, but I did. I did know. I, I think I I kept up. There was nothing that I was really confused on. Oh yes, yeah. Like I wasn't really confused on anything. It was just like, damn. I could definitely see why I should have seen watch the other movies before yeah. this. It would have helped. Probably definitely. help enjoy it more. Yeah. So I, I would definitely say, if you're a James Bond fan, go see this movie. That's going to be the first thing I say before we actually get into our full review. I yeah. think it's a solid movie. Oh, I loved it. I I think it was probably my favorite one out of all of them. All 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 of these James Bond movies for sure. I told I told Morgan after after I seen the movie, I was like, if you would have seen this movie with me, you definitely would have cried at the end, a hundred percent. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, so Molly whoa, was whoa, gonna whoa, whoa, wait 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 before you say anything. This movie's called Octopussy. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, <laughs> you're looking at the same list as I am, right? I think I am. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. So there was a section, those '70s ones, and, and eight, I guess into the '80s, where they were silly, silly movies. Like, like I don't think they were very. I, I know they weren't. Like these ones right now are super serious. You know what I mean? Yeah, like like he was like snowboarding and shit, and like these old ones, like it, it was they're like next level silly. Gosh, I can't believe that you got away with the name like that. <laughs> okay, so what were you saying about Molly? So Molly was gonna come see it with me uh, today because I, I I was so busy yesterday. I had 110 things happening, and so I almost pushed back seeing it till today. And then so I didn't. I ended up going and watching it yesterday. And I was so happy that I did because Molly is terribly afraid of falling underneath ice and dying. Oh my gosh. And that's like the beginning of the movie. And as soon as yeah. that happened, I was like, thank God I didn't bring her. Like this would have been a problem. Oh. So do you want to go big overview or do you want to go step by step through the movie? I can do either. I have mad notes. We could do we could do a step by step. Okay. So the beginning of that movie is... Wait, I start off. And I'm not going to talk about the movie. I want to talk about my experience in the theater. Okay. So first, I'm just going to say, James Bond is definitely a movie for the older crowd. Like, 100%. Well, I mean, look I, at this. It, it, it was a book in the 50s, and the movie started in 62. Yeah, so. no, no, I, I, I agree. But I'm, I'm just... You know, it's, it's been a minute since I've been in a theater with a whole bunch of older people. Yeah. Like, when I... Okay, so I, I, went, I went on Friday, and I was going to go see the 1 o'clock, the earliest, the earliest one, but almost all the seats were taken. So I was just like, okay, whatever. I'll, I'll do the 2 o'clock one. And at the time of when I, was, when I went to go buy my ticket, 
only the top row was filled out. And of course the top row was filled out by one family of all like of all boys. Like <laughs> they're all fifteen. It was crazy. So you, but, so you had like twenty fifteen year olds sitting behind yeah, you? It, it was weird. I was because when they walked in, it was a whole bunch of them. Like like a fuck ton. They they literally took every single seat. But Okay, so after that, you know, I, I got I got my my seat, got right in the middle on, on the second to highest row. Nobody was in the theater. I get there about fifteen minutes early. My seat is actually in, right next to this old couple. I sit down, and the lady starts like asking me questions about you know if I like James Bond. I was like, yeah, and then she's like, uh, are you a fan of whoever the person before Daniel Craig was? And I was like, I've only seen Daniel Craig movies, and she was like, yeah, I liked all the ones. I don't, I'm not a fan of whoever the person before that last person she was talking about was but before daniel craig it would have been uh fuck uh, pierce brosnan before him timothy dalton timothy dalton she said that she wasn't a fan of his but she liked all of the pierce bronze bronston yeah all his movies and then she liked and she liked daniel craig movies and she said she was a huge fan i was like cool okay that's cool so then after that on the other side of me another old couple was there and i was just like I feel weird. Just I'm, I'm just surrounded by, by all these like actually really old people, and then a huge row of teenagers behind you. Yeah, and then a huge row of teenagers. It was weird, but okay, that was my theater uh, entrance experience. Now we can start the movie. So I for mine, I went to the eleven o'clock showing at Tinseltown. So I pre-bought my seats, mm-hmm. and uh, I was in the top row. And it kind of pissed me off because the middle top row seats were taken, but they didn't show up. So I wasn't perfectly in the middle like I like to be. And there was only two other people in my row and maybe 10 people in the whole theater. You should have just switched seats. I should, Yeah, I should have. But once I got settled in, I was settled in. I feel that. And also, I made the mistake of buying a soda at the movie theater and got ripped off. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't do that no more. I was like, I'll just get a small, and then they gave me like a mini Blizzard cup of soda, and I was like, I'm not paying four dollars for this. I have like a a new innate fear of going to the theaters with having anything to drink in me, because of you remember when we went to go see what Infinity War or was it in game, and yeah. I had to pee so badly. I never want that to happen again. So now it's like it's just an innate fear that I gotta empty my whole body before going to the theaters. You know how the in the movie they do a, a good portion of the movie and then they do that little second intro thing? Yeah. I had finished my soda by that <laughs> second intro thing. So for the last 40 minutes of the movie, I had to piss so bad. Man, it's the worst feeling. Yeah. I, I don't know why I was being stupid. I just wasted $5 just so I could suffer through the last 40 minutes of the movie. But the movie was good. Do we want to do non-spoilers before we get into spoilers? Nope. Nope. Okay. They should have learned the lesson by now. Yeah. If you're if you're here and you haven't seen this movie, you're about to know all the secrets of this movie. So just fuck off Literally. or or don't care. Okay. Beginning of the movie. That was I, like it was really kind of spooky, I thought. Oh yes, that was that jump like a suspense. Wait a, wait a second. Hold up. That jump scare at the very beginning when she's trying to wake up her mom and then yeah. he's like right there on the other side of the window. Yeah. I kid you not. Almost every single woman in there screamed. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, it was so I, silly. Because like these James Bond movies are usually like super smooth, super you know like stylized, mm-hmm. and then for it to just go completely left of field and be like an actual like almost like a you know like a suspense thriller horror kind of feel for like the first fifteen. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty terrifying. But I'm not gonna lie, she was a badass. Oh, the kid? Yeah. yeah once she once she got that pistol. If he wouldn't have had that bulletproof vest, he was dead. Yes. Also, you know, he was, he had to be hurt, like, a lot. Like, he fell off at least, that was at least 10, 15 feet. Oh, straight yeah. onto his back. Oh, and he was bleeding, too. She shot, she she got through the vest some. The vest just protected the important organs. But, then, yeah, he was fucked. And then she made that dumbass choice to run on the ice. As soon as she went towards the ice, I was like, dude, please don't, don't. And then... You know, you know exactly what's gonna happen when the person runs on the ice, and of course, like the little girl falls through the ice, and the full-grown man, like, yeah, so look, so no problem okay. on it. So the most recent movie that, that I've seen with like ice and stuff, like Ice Road, basically, is a uh, the Ice Road Truckers movie on Netflix, which is a pretty good movie. I've seen giant ass trucks drive on lakes with the with it barely cracking. When I saw when I saw it start cracking on this little girl, I was like, Ow. "Well, hold up." Well, th- so the thing is, though, is those ice road truckers. Where are they at? Probably like Alaska. Um, I think it was Alaska. I think it was close to yeah. that way. What? Because you got to think that where this person was. Remember, later on in the movie, we go back to that same house, and it's not snowing. Yeah. So it gets it gets warm enough there to have no snow. So that ice isn't as thick as like the Alaska ice would be. Like no that's excuse. just no that's excuse. just like a the little the little lake. girl shouldn't have cracked it and the guy should have fell. Yeah, you were, I agree with you on that, but I'm just saying like it that ice is definitely crackable. It wouldn't have been that thick. Also, but the ice formed like either either she drifted away from the spot where she fell or the ice formed back really quickly. Oh no, she went under and then when you, you go down and then when you come back up, you don't come back up straight vertical, you come back up at an angle and then you're fucked. And, and you can't see you can't see where you're at and stuff. And then he yeah. was just staring at her. Yeah. Like, well then and then he shoots the ice and I'm like, and you're telling me he didn't fall in then? <laughs> that and also the fact that I couldn't tell, like the way when he was shooting, I couldn't tell if he was trying to kill her or not. And he was just really bad at shooting. <laughs> because like even if he wasn't trying to hit her, like let's say he was actually just trying to get her out of the ice, she is flailing her body under the water. There's no way she didn't get hit now one time from one of those bullets. Yeah, well, that's all I, I'm gonna say about that. I just think the ice. As soon as the ice happened, I was like, <laughs> could have come up with something else, but it's okay. It, it got it got the point across. It got everything done. Yeah, yeah. And so first things first. Then we jump to the future, and that girl is with James Bond. Yes. Now she was the she was the lady in the last movie, right? Completely I, forgot her. I, I just I didn't eat. look look as soon as as soon as they, they went to the like present well present time back then, I was just like, I know that this girl is somebody important from a previous movie. I wish I would have knew that. Like But go ahead. Yeah, well so you know, every movie, every James Bond movie, they add a new lady to the yeah. cast. And so she was the new one added last movie. Um, just so I can remember, if I'm not mistaken, this uh, Spectre, he gets shot by Moneypenny. 
and then he retires, and then he has to come back, and he's not so good. I think mm-hmm. that's what happens in the last movie. But so, I'm just gonna throw it out there. I don't like this actress lady. Like, I don't know if it's just like the way that she doesn't move her face very much, but like, I feel no emotion from her. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, 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 I like I get what you're saying. She's like the daughter. I got way more emotional connection from the daughter to James Bond with their like two minutes of being on screen together than him and the mom because she just like doesn't make I don't know man. This, this, I, is, I, this is what I got from, from her I got that she's like a downgraded Florence Paul from a yeah from the Black Widow movie I was just like definitely not as interesting I'm well, not like attached to like just looking at her or anything like that well so yeah I don't know she doesn't have eyebrows so <laughs> I was telling Molly about this where so do you remember Knives Out? Yeah. So Daniel Craig is the detective in Knives Out and Anna de Armas is the main character lady in that movie. Uh-huh. And she was the lady in Cuba in this movie. And the reason she's in this movie is because Daniel Craig liked working with her so much he got her this part. And I felt like it made it worse that they were supposed to be him and him and the uh, what's her name the French lady were supposed to be in love, but like I didn't feel like Madeline, they like matter 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 something. Yeah, but like I felt like there was no connection between them, and then that like fifteen minute scene with him and then I can't remember what her character's name is in Cuba, but they seemed like they were like having so much more fun. Of course, you know they were I mean? having. Look, look, she she straight said she's had three weeks of training, and I'm just like they're just killing it. Like they're amazing together. It's fluid. It's nice. And just like they're acting, like they seem like like you. It was very fun watching those two characters interact, opposed Mm -hmm. to him with this other lady. And I'm just like, I don't, I can't. I don't know. But I I just had that feeling where that almost contrasted the rest of the movie. And I'm like, they should have cast somebody else for this character. Um. Okay, so since we're in we're in that that passing at the very beginning of the movie. The person that died, is that the last girl that he was in love with? That he that he went to go visit the funeral or her tombstone? Yeah, yeah she's from Quantum she of Solace. Okay. I believe. Let me make sure here. Uh, maybe she's not. Uh, Felix Leiter uh, is from Quantum of Solace. She must be from Skyfall. That... I think she, yeah, I think she's the one that died in the house. No, M died in the house. She died in... Oh, she was in Casino Royale. Oh. Yeah, she died at the end of that. And Felix was also in Casino Royale. So he's been in two of these movies, three of these movies now. Another thing that confused me is this time frame, right? I don't think it's actually important, but I I like some of these details. You know... Since there's, I think it was a four, four, it's four or five year gap. It was a five year jump. So we go. So did, did any of these other movies take place in between that? No, no, no. So that the beginning when uh, when they're in Italy, I believe yeah. it's Italy. That is taking place right after Spectre, and then the five year t- time jump is even further. Okay. So Spectre came out in 2015. So actually, if these things are supposed to be like how Marvel is chronologically, if that beginning takes place, 
a couple months after Spectre, and then you jump five years, it would put us right at 2021, modern day. Okay. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So I liked... Another thing I wanted to point out is I think that this one just looks like the best one of the best movies I've ever seen. Like all the places they go to are just amazing. All the cinematography is amazing. Like, like the lighting and stuff. Like you remember when they're, I don't know. I I thought it was interesting locations. Like I liked that, that Italy, like it wasn't just normal Italy. It looked really cool. I agree with that. And I I liked the structure of the The city. Yeah. It was like, it was like dynamic for him to be, it wasn't like, Oh, I'm just driving through London. It was like, you know, He's driving up the sides of roofs and shit. It was, I don't know, it was cool. I agree with that. I also love the beginning action scene. Man, man gets blown up at the very beginning of the movie. Surprise, surprise, he's able to just get up out of that. He takes so many explosions this movie because he took like four grenades later on in the movie. Oh, wait, wait. There's one thing that I've definitely noticed up until when he actually got shot at the end. Uh, no, motherfuckers just can't shoot. Nobody can shoot. Every time they shoot at him, they he's clearly out in the open, and they just miss all the bullets well, before he starts running. I, I was about to say he does this thing too, where like he's like this is one of the only action movies that still do, do this, and it's because in James Bond they really try to make him look cool instead of tactical, and like he doesn't hunch, he doesn't like take cover very often. Like there's a lot of scenes where people are like less than a hundred feet away from him point blank firing at him. And he's just completely standing straight and walking like, like I guess it's like to show almost, you know I mean? He's so comfortable with being in firefights, but it, it does seem like somebody should have shot you already. Right. Right. Like I'm, after he dodged the bullets the first time, I was just like, okay, that's fine. And then he did it later on in the movie. And I was just like, now there's no way if I, if I'm the one shooting at you, I'm not about to miss this much. Yeah, especially on the what was it on the bridge, he just didn't have enough like cover. They should have shot him. <laughs> okay, so I agree with that, right? I can't believe he was able to get up, get out of that on being on the bridge. I was like, so I wonder how this is about to play out. So after he does his little, he takes his cover um, behind that rock, gets past the car. That was cool. Maybe I'm remembering the ordering wrong, but when they no, were like, right. "Oh no, yeah, yeah, that that happened first. And then there's a car on one side of the bridge that turned around, and then the motorcycle on the other side, and then they were driving towards him. All I thought was, "What is the guy on the motorcycle about to do? Why is he driving towards him?" Well, my made, first thought was like, "It made no sense for him to charge at him when he definitely had a gun and could just shoot from where Wait, he was at." But also, the closer they got, they were both shooting at him in the middle, and they were missing each other. But I was also thinking. They should be hitting him, and they also should be shooting each other, because they're facing each other shooting. They, but yeah, he so they're like storm, he, they're like stormtroopers. They yeah, one hundred percent. And and so he he jumps off, which is relatively, you know, I mean, wasn't the greatest scene ever, but it's pretty cool. Um, it was cool, and then I was just like, this man's in pain. The way he hit, he hit that wall. Oh yeah, I I liked that whole chase scene though. And then you get in the car and he does the minigun, you know, spin around. And oh, okay. So he gets he gets her back, right? Yes. And he's sitting in the car and they're surrounded by guys. 
and they're all unloading on the car. And he's oh. he's so <laughs> salty that she betrayed him. And he's just like, I'm not even I don't even give a fuck. I'm just gonna sit here and pout until you tell me what you did. Oh man. That and was... the guy's like point blanking the window and she's like freaking out and he's just doing that you know that got stone face like fuck this shit. We're just gonna sit here until you tell me. It was amazing. He was, he was being such a brat. It was it was a good scene. And then and then you know he, he pulls out the miniguns. Yeah, and then... destroys everything. Oh that so on that point, this movie has so much more fun gadgets that aren't silly. They're just cool and fun. Yes. I like, agree with that. Like, the car does everything. There's some other ones we'll get to later on that were really cool. But I just... I don't know. I liked it. Like, I thought it was just the right level of silly and serious to be fun and enjoyable, but not camp. Um... On the note of how how things like progressed before they got to the train, I don't know why she didn't try to talk to him. Yeah, and I'm just like, like, like I didn't do it. It was clearly this other guy. Da 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 da. Like, like he knows that you got secrets, and now it's just time to start talking. Especially when they were sitting in the car and they were just being shot at. Like when the dude came up to the to the window and was just shooting it with the shotgun. I'm like. Something needs to happen. Like either you need to explain to him that you that you have nothing to do with this, or he just needs to like, oh, not be salty and then go, and get out of here. I think she yeah. handled that. I, I know she was in shock, so it makes sense to why she didn't say anything. But also, it's just like he completely blames you for the situation. You need to clear your name. Come on. Exactly. Get get this on. Like you guys are sitting next to each other doing nothing. That was a great time. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, um. So we've gone over how the locations we've gone over. Did you notice this movie kind of has a bit of like a vintage feel to it? Yes. Like it, it it's a hundred percent modern, but it had like, I think it was the locations and it, it, it probably has to do with the locations and like a, a, a slight filter on, or maybe the, the, the color, but even, even like, itself. so like, uh, like when Q later on in the movie is, in the airplane, right? He's using like old school airplane headset. You know what I mean? Like they were like teal and they're like those huge over the ear ones, like little stuff like that. I feel like that just kind of like, obviously, yeah, you would still use those or you could, but it just makes it feel a little bit more old timey, but like indistinct. Also, also, you know, this is like, um, I think that's just a theme of, Englishmen, they have that old timey, old yeah, like, yeah, feel classic. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's a classic thing. But um, I, I liked I liked that a lot. I thought it was a nice stylistic choice for this movie. I agree. It was nice. Um, another thing that I that I noticed, you probably noticed this too. Right when right when you pushed her on the train, and she held her she she held her stomach for like a second. Before the door is closed. I was like, is she pregnant? Oh, and I didn't notice that. That's a good call. That's a good catch, though. Yeah, she, she does it for like a quick second. I'm like, is she pregnant? And then the door closes, and then the train starts to go. And I'm like, if she's pregnant, why the fuck is she not talking to him? I'm like, why is she not saying anything to him about being pregnant? Yeah. And then, you know, he walks away. 
And then, and then now we fast forward to the actual 2021 time, present time. In the breaking of life. <laughs> oh, wait, like no, 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 we don't go that far yet because we go, when they go to the future, they break into that lab first. Okay, yes, yes, you're right. That happens first. And I liked this scene. There's a lot of stuff I liked about this scene. Uh, I thought that it was kind of interesting just to have those two people pull that prank on that guy. It was like completely unnecessary, but it was funny. And it just like, I don't know, it was like a little scene and there was no, there was nothing major to it, but it was just like, like these characters aren't important, but you just made them a little bit important. You know yeah, what I mean? You gave, you gave them a, a little bit of life into them. I like that. And then, and then I, I, his response about like how, you know, he <laughs> put a bullet in your coffee. <laughs> what like, blood. When he said that, all I thought was, you guys got to know that this stuff is that you can, you can you can make jokes with. Like he's he looks like he's a school shooter. Yeah, you got to be careful. And then, uh, okay. So when they come in, here's where these gadgets start coming in for me. They put the little laser cutters on the window, and the window just falls completely over, perfectly flat. They cut out like the whole window off the skyscraper. I like that. I like that a lot. I my thought only, it was super smooth. My only thing is. There's no okay one. Let's say the glass didn't shatter. That's fine. There's no way somebody didn't hear that. That that glass got to be heavy as fuck. Well, it was. It was like it was like almost three inches thick because you know like skyscraper windows aren't supposed to be able to be broken um, out. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's why it wouldn't have broken because it was so solid that it would just. It, it made a noise, but it made that noise where like you know when like um yeah. I, also, nobody was. I, I don't think anybody was on that floor, like yeah, all like that. But you know, like or when you drop like a mattress, behind. it makes that noise where it's like, Phew. yeah. You get what I mean? I'm just, I'm just like, kind of shocked that like maybe people under them didn't hear it. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it's not that big of a deal. They break in. You know, he's on the phone with um, who's the, who's the name of the villain? The villain in this. Good I question. Forget, I forget his name because I think he is the weakest part of the movie. Uh, Safin is his name in the movie. And then it's Rami Malek in real life, who's a good actor. He's a very yeah, good actor. He's, a, he's a good actor, yeah. I'm just um, going to call him Malik. Seven. I'm okay. just going to say Malik. Actually, I'm just going to call him Robbie. Um, it's, so it's, it's on the phone. Huh? R-A-M-I. R-A. Oh, Rami. Yeah. I thought you said Robbie. I swear you said Robbie. I might okay. have. So he's on the phone with Rami, and he just basically tells him how everything's about to play out, which I, yes. which I thought was really, really smooth, really good. Like, that was cool. He, because, uh, so, go ahead. he tells him to download all of Spectre's DNAs. That's that. what he tells him to download? Okay. He, he wants him to download all of Spectre's. Because so Spectre's breaking in. Spectre's breaking in to use this to kill James Bond, but Rami's hijacking their plan, so he has them download all of Spectre's DNA, and that's mm-hmm. why later on, when he's doing it, he drops the flash drive with James Bond's DNA, puts it under his shoe, and then pulls out the one that he had swallowed earlier from his sock, and puts that in, and that has all of Spectre's DNA. Wild. Super smooth, super smooth yeah. plan. I'm like, I like how he's able to he was able to carry that like through and do all that. Yeah. Like I feel, I feel like I would have been nervous as hell if I was in his in his position and I would have the scientist. Yes. Yeah. 
he the scientist was a cool character though. I mean, he was he like as far as like a you know, he's a bad guy, but he's not like a mastermind bad guy. He's kind of just like I'm just going to do what I got to do. They want me to kill people, fuck it. I make terrible stuff. <coughs> um so they go in there and then here's where it gets cool. When they drop that thing down the elevator. Oh, yeah. okay. So I had no clue what that what that was doing. I thought they were just going to blow up the whole like elevator. Yeah. And then, like when the lights changed, and then I saw the bomb blow up at the bottom. I was like, maybe it's gonna be a little bit different. And then that's when I realized there was the gravity thing. I was like, oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, that was sweet. I, that was like that's the kind of stuff where nobody would use that that big ass thing. You'd have to log all the way up the all, all the way up the building. You would just bring rope. It would be way easier. But yeah. it it looked so much cooler to do that. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. That's probably one of my favorite gadgets so far I've seen in the movie. Um, For sure. What, happen- what happens next? Um, so that's after after they steal that. That's when we get to we see James, uh, James Bond. Dale just Greg. living a life. Yeah. Living a life. He got himself two massive fish. Yeah. Uh, so this is another point that I want to bring up off topic of the whole movie, but overall of the movie. This is the best dressed movie out of all the James Bond movies. The the first two, maybe even the first three, they have him in a suit twenty four seven, right? And it's ridiculous because you're a spy and you're supposed to not stick out. And then if you're wearing like a two thousand dollar suit on like the metro, you stick out. You know what I mean? Right, right. But this movie has him just dressed like like when he comes off the boat, he's just wearing like a t shirt and short and shorts, like a normal person would have gone on the boat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just it's off, but it, it kind of lent to like my feel of like I feel like this movie looks great because like everyone's dressed like normal, if that makes like stylish, yeah, like yeah. normal, stylish. It's more more a casual wear, but or just practical to the job you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Like they still get him in a suit in, in a tuxedo later on in the movie, but like it's everyone else is dressed up there too, so it makes sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then later on in the movie, when he goes to that cabin, he's just wearing like a collared shirt and like an overcoat, like a you know normal person clothes. Yep. I just thought that was, I don't know. I appreciated that that they finally kind of like gone away from the just always making him be like the most fancy suit ever for no reason. Okay, but so he catches the two fish. He's on this this awesome house. I I had a question about. Okay, so. You know, he gets he gets off the boat, and then he gets he he, he takes a few steps, and then he like st- like pauses awkwardly, and yeah. like I, I think he's what is he staring at the cigar at this time? It's the ash from the cigar. So he's on staring the- at it, and, and I'm like, so is is that is that signifying that Felix was there? Yeah, because because so he, of, like he doesn't like do anything, and he puts and he also puts his gun away, and I was just like confused. I was like. That was what a happened? very awkward pause. What happens is he pauses, sees the ash, goes and gets the gun, pulls out the gun, goes into the house. Because at this point, it's just cigar ash. But then when he goes into the house, he sees the cigar yeah. left where he could find it. And, and um, Felix the cigar. he knows what brand it is that Felix smokes. So that's right. basically Felix being like, hey, I was yeah. here. That's why he puts the gun away before he goes and gets in the car, because he knows who he's going to meet. Okay. And, and they're friends. <laughs> Then he goes to the bar. Bar scene is pretty cool. Um, 
this one you get to meet Felix and his n- newbie partner. Yeah, who's, who's clearly sketchy. Yeah, sketchy as hell. I was like, why is why is he like this? I, I had no clue that he was going to be like a villain. Yeah. Ne- never crossed my mind at all. I knew something was wrong with him, though. I just, I just knew, like he was, he was just sketchy as fuck. Felix explains the situation that. Oh, you can explain this. <laughs> okay, so basically, they're on? after, they're after, her this her case. Well, they're after this Russian scientist. Yes. Who was working on it? They don't know exactly. The Americans don't know what it is yet, but they know that the. British intelligence are trying to capture him, yeah, and and they're not communicating with the English intelligence, which we are usually friends, yeah, right. So they know, hey, this is something that we should be wary of, and he's like, that's why I'm coming to you because I need somebody good to help me get him, and that's when, and then that's that. This is when we meet the new 007. right? So. They pretty much agree to do the job, or half agree to do the job. She gives him a ride home, which she, so she she messed up his car. car. Yeah, but this okay. This is part that that got me. So nobody was actually sure that James Bond was alive. How did she know he was there? At this point, because you know, once once they all, I think he's. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. No, no, no. So she. They weren't sure that he was dead or alive. Yeah. But when uh, there was a little scene with Money Penny coming in to tell M, hey, we just got this. And he's like, yeah, I know, I know. The lab's been attacked. Remember that? And he says, where's 007? Or does he say, where's James Bond? Wait, wait. I think he says, where's 007? Yeah, I don't know I, why I, she is I, there. I think- I think yeah, I think he says 007 because because they're all shocked to see him like actually alive once he once he goes into the office and meets all of them. So I'm just wondering why is she there? Why like maybe maybe she's there to nothing to do with the CIA. The CIA is not even supposed to know this information. Well, the CIA Felix would know James Bond is alive. I know, but I'm saying, but I'm saying maybe she knows that the CIA is. She wouldn't she, be there with the CIA because the CIA is not even supposed to know about what happened at the lab. You know what I'm saying? Well, they're not. They don't know what's going on in the lab, but they know of it. Maybe she's there. Yeah, that's a little bit of a plot hole. Maybe she's there to watch them because she knows they're going after him too. And then while she's there, she sees James Bond, and she's like, "Oh shit!" Like, you know. Okay, I'll I'll give you that. But how did that she know my... which car was his to sabotage it? Yeah, good point. Unless she she must she had to have known that he was there somehow. Maybe she maybe she was telling the CIA, and she probably saw the CIA go to his house and all that. Maybe that's how yeah. She, she was she was following them she the whole definitely... time. And then when she when she seen James Bond show up, she walked out. <laughs> messed up his car and then came back in to, you know, set up the thing to go home with him. That one's then, a little that that's a little messy there. Yeah. And then she started stripping and I and I really thought <laughs> I really I was like how like I know she's the new 007 but how does this have to do with like what does this have to do with anything? 
and then she she doesn't actually strip. Well, I didn't know she was the new 007 until she pulled off the the hair, and I was like, oh damn. That's one of the things that I knew only because I feel like that was one of the things that was talked about a lot earlier when this when this movie was supposed to come out last year. I think them saying that why is 007 a black girl? Is you know supposed to be like an Englishman? You know. I think oh, that was the thing that I heard about. So, so I just when I saw her, I knew she was going to be dub- the new 007. See, I didn't listen to any of that stuff that was happening, other than I heard I heard the headlines, and I thought that it was talks about who would replace him as James Bond because I know he w- this was his last movie. So I didn't know that they were. I didn't think they were going to introduce the new James Bond in this movie. Also, or the new the new I 007. Wanna, I want to talk about that when we get towards the end of this about. 007 and James Bond all together. Okay. Um, so we get so, that scene. Uh, basically, they're, not, they're, they're going to work together, but they're not going to work together. And they well, no, just... So, go ahead, okay, you, go, you can explain it better since you've seen the movie more recently than I have. So him and her are at odds. They're not working together at all. And because she showed up and basically was like, hey, you better not oh, mess yeah, around with any of this stuff. Then he goes back to Felix and he's like, I'm in. <laughs> Because he really wasn't going to do it until she wasted her time and did all that. Yeah, when she told him, no, you can't do it, he said, you know what? I'm going to do it. <laughs> so then he, he goes to Cuba. And they get to Cuba at the exact same time. Well, they're, they're yeah, basically probably left. Well, they did get there at the same time, didn't they? Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, so she, she had her own water plane boat thing. Yeah. And he got on. I think he just had a boat, right? Yeah, I think he just came in via boat, his boat, his own boat. Because he's like the most cultured man ever. He's like, yeah, I just sail my own boat and live on like an island and, you know, I'm like super good at fishing. It's like, mm-hmm. where do you pick up these skills? <laughs> but what, like, how do you develop those skills? But also you're like super good at fighting and shooting. The smoothest and... man in the world. What? I said the smoothest man in the world. Yeah, it's like, you gotta not know how to do something, but whatever. He knows how to sail a boat, too. Um, so he he gets there, and then that's when they have the, where he meets up with the new yeah, lady. Let me see what they yeah, have okay, for so at, at this point, I've seen three different girls interact with him, and I'm like, so are we, so are we just gonna drop that first girl? Is he, is, are we, is he gonna start dating this girl that he's working with right now? Like, like I, I thought, I knew there was gonna be some kind of love interest at some point, not knowing where the story was going to go fully, because I, I wasn't sure if we were ever going to see the blonde girl again. And in the in the later the movies earlier than this, that's how it would have played out. But okay. since this was the end, and they were building towards him having something to lose, kind of thing, they had to keep yeah. the last one. But in any other James Bond movie, that's always how it is. It's like whoever's the new lady in the movie is the new love interest for this, you know, for this movie. Uh, so, so when I saw her, and you know. The action sequence took place. I was like, yep, she's a keeper. She's going to be here for the rest of the movie. And then she wasn't. And I was like, that's disappointing. Yeah, because I thought she was a lot of fun in the movie. Yes. Uh, that action scene was fantastic, I feel like. First off, the cool scene where the poison sprays out and they think it's going to kill James Bond, but then everybody else dies instead. Was That was wild. I was like, like be- before before it happened, and they had the spotlight on him. I was just like, now this is about to be crazy. How is he going to get out of this? And then everybody started dying. I was like, this is crazy. This is wild. 
and and then that's when we learned that it's I don't know if we learned at this point if it's if it's nanobots or maybe it's maybe no. like right after we had, yeah we we learned that a little bit later but so this is where we learned that Blofeld who was the villain from the last movie mm-hmm. who has been he was the leader of uh, Spectre so he's been the villain for all the movies basically just the highest up villain we realize he's still controlling things which is you know kind of crazy did they exp- did they explain how how that worked what yeah he mean? he had a fake eye in his head that oh that wherever, that and wherever he okay. would use it to look wherever he would look with it it was like a a computer menu that was activated just by visuals so he could look through the other people who had fake eyes too but okay so but he didn't have an eye in prison well they took it out of him he had it originally and then okay. after they found out he was still running it they went and found out okay. he had that fake eye and they yanked it out of his head that makes sense okay yeah but so that was kind of a, a big thing because i guess him and james bond were stepbrothers back in the day or something oh, did not know uh, that well, so I I was a little foggy on that because oh we'll get back to that later. Okay, so they they do the, that and then they have that epic fight scene. There's a '57 Chevy Cadillac or '57 Chevy car, which is my favorite car. That black, that shiny black are car. That, are you sure that was a Chevy? Yeah, I know. I know that car like the back of my hand. It was a '57 Chevy. Okay, so going by the front lights, I thought it was one of those old time Mustangs. Just just no, going about how the lights look at at the beginning, and then oh no no you're talking about you're talking about the car he was driving. Oh, we're talking about two different cars then. We're still in Cuba, and yes. that's the car she drives into the into the scaffolding. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I so, Never mind. Because Cuba stopped getting cars in the in like the fifties when there was a trade. We put a trade ban on them, so they can't get new cars. So they're still driving cars from the fifties in Cuba. Oh, yeah. And so, but that's like a, a, a now now Fast and the Furious Eight makes sense. Go ahead. Yeah, because they can't get new cars out there. But so I was hype on that, and I thought this was one of the coolest. Like him in this fight scene when he like comes out of the building and mm-hmm. he's just shooting everybody, but he's doing it so calmly and just like dropping everybody. I felt like Wonderful. this was the the most James Bond James Bond's ever been was in this fight scene is what I'm trying to get across, I guess. Like it just seemed so smooth and so easy and so well executed, and it was just a lot of fun to watch. I liked I liked this bit quite a bit. I agree. He he was nice. Um, actually, I like the I like that whole scene. I like I like how they they kept playing like uh back and forth with the scientists. Yeah, that was that was cool. Who has to watch them and stuff? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> this this part of the movie also had the most guns in it, like the most different kinds of guns. You know how I'm always obsessed with yes. what guns people are As using. He said that it reminded me of what we talked about Suicide Squad. In this. Yeah, and I looked up all the guns in the movie. <laughs> so they had, I think they had five different submachine guns in this movie. Depending on if you consider an AK-74U a submachine gun, then maybe six. That's 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 a submachine gun, according to Call yeah. of Duty. Okay, well then they had six. Um... And they were almost all in this scene. Like everybody had a different okay. submachine gun. So you only seen the movie once, right? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, trying to think if we want anything else on the scene. I, I thought it was pretty fun. I liked how the new 007 escaped. Oh yeah, I like that too. I thought she was caught for sure, and I was like, kind of, kind of sad after the new 007 and can't do anything. And then yeah. she was able to get away. So I was like, okay, I'll take that back for now. But there's um, nothing that I hate about her that we'll get to. Okay. What's the next scene after this? I can't really remember. Okay, so he goes. He goes. Oh, this, this is the boat scene now. Yeah, he he he, he drops him on the boat. Drops him so, on the boat, and they're question they're questioning the um the scientist, and, and then the newbie I can't remember his name didn't want him to answer any questions. And he was like getting mad about this, and I was like, "What's going on?" Yeah, I was like, "Is he? Is the CIA trying to trying to keep him from saying anything?" Like, I was so confused. And then that's when that's when you know you come to the realization that he's also working for uh, Rami. Yeah. Uh, or no, was he working for him, or was he working for? He wasn't working for. Well, Rami, he, he was working. Vector. Yeah, he was working for Blofeld because he had a fake eye too. I don't think he had a fake eye. I thought he did. No, I think that's the other guy that you're thinking of. The other guy who would take have his eye taken out multiple times during the movie. I thought more than one person had him though. That is possible. I just don't recall seeing it. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think he was definitely working for him because later on in the movie we see him and the guy with the fake eye having like a conversation yes i do remember that okay so but but at that point aren't they working for rami maybe it's a little it's a little Very uh <laughs> but either way he's working for someone who doesn't want this information that guy, yes he um he falls down the steps <laughs> he gets shot and then falls down the steps yes he gets shot then, falls down the steps just, just dying down there James Bond jumps down to avoid being shot. Gets locked uh, in there. Which I was like, oh, damn, that was such a good, like, like that little s- sequence. Because, like, h- how would you lock James Bond in a room? And it's like, well, he jumped down there on his own. And then I just closed the door. Um, so point, I'm thinking James Bond is, like, dead as fuck. Like, there's no way he's getting out of this. That, that's that's my, my, my main thought. I also got probably a little confused on this part because I think I think at this point I got uh, oh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, pause the review real quick just, just to hit you with the little rant that, that happened during the movie. So I needed to order a portable a portable monitor for Word. And so I ordered it and I, and I told him, you know, I'll put it for Amazon just, and I said, send it to the receptionist desk. At yeah. this point I get the email that my package has arrived and they did the one of those confirmation pictures and they put the portable monitor in front of my, my hotel room door. And I'm just like, that's the stupidest thing in the world. Anybody gonna walk and it? steal that. Yes. I was just like, and, and, it's, and it's not wrapped up in an Amazon box. It literally, it literally was just the box that said portable monitor. I was like, you, you're, you're the dumbest part. Like I was at that point, I was like infuriated. So I kind of, wasn't fully paying attention at what was happening. I'm not actually sure how, how he got out of the boat. Okay, so the bad guy hits the hits the um he blow he blows up the bo- uh, the boat. Blows, he blows up the boat. Yeah. So now water's coming in, and so yeah. I think because of that, 
it like had blown a hole and he was able to get through the hole into a door wow. that was unlocked. Oh, okay. Cause I, I saw him messing with the door and I was just like, well, if the door had a handle this entire time, why didn't you just go out of it? Yeah. That's, I oh, think... That was my thought because I, I, you know, like I said, I wasn't paying full attention there. Wasn't really sure how he got out. So bad for Felix. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was shot and bleeding out badly before water started rushing into his wound. So he wasn't making it out of there. Uh, the only thing that got me is that he kept opening his eyes under the water, and I'm like, this is seawater. Like, there's salt in this. Oh, shoot. Like, that would hurt so bad. It's probably the adrenaline getting yeah. to him. not worried about it. But still, it got. I was like, I don't know if you'd be opening your eyes underwater here. But, okay, so he so escapes from... He gets the lifeboat. He's on the boat. My only, My small question that's probably not even that important is... I wonder how long he was out there. There's no yeah. way he was only out there for the next day because that wasn't like a, a security boat to figure out what blew up out here. It was a regular, like, transport, you know, shipment boat. Yeah. Well, the thing I liked about this was that they they skipped what would be, in my opinion, the boring parts, which was, we know he's not going to die at sea. We don't have to yeah. watch him struggle. And then yeah. he gets rescued by the boat and... It's like, how many times have you seen somebody get rescued by a big boat? I don't need to see some guy in a sweater come haul him over the edge and give him some food. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We skipped, they, we skipped they, all they that just shit. Sped, they just sped through it. They, you heard the horn, you saw the boat, you know what's happening. And then the next scene, he's in London again. This is, this is now when he goes to the office, right? And everybody finds out that he's alive. Yeah. But I I, this, oh, no, I think this is the moment where, where you find out that she's 007. Yeah. Okay. No, this no, no. Was... I think I think she mentions it when she's at his house. Maybe she says something like, "You what? You thought they would retire the number or something?" At his house. Okay. But everybody, the... but he's also still responding to 007 because you know everybody's well, there. Like they keep. They're walking side by side, and the person walking. says hi yeah. to the new 007, and then is like, oh, fuck. The old 007's here. What's going on? And they pull that joke, like, four times between him four, coming in. Four times in, in, a, in a straight walk. Yeah. Um, so then he goes in and basically just shits all over M and just tells him how he absolutely sucks for, like, five minutes straight. Did your desk get bigger, or did you get smaller? <laughs> <laughs> As he walks out, definitely the same death. Yeah, just just roasted this man, um, which I liked. And then what we go? I mean, that scene was important. We got some information plot wise. You know, I think I think at this point, this is where he says that he wants to go to uh, what's his name? Bloodfield, Bloodfun, Blowfell, Blowfell. Yeah, but he's but not allowed. He, yeah, but he's not allowed. So then he goes t- with Money Penny to go to Q's house. Yes. And they, uh, they find out. This is when we find out that the virus is nanobots. Mm-hmm. We, this is when we find out how the virus works and what it's probably going to be used for and how dangerous it is. Q doesn't get to do his uh his date, right? And I, I was I was really hoping that they would show a scene where like the guy like gets to the house and and they're and he's like, oh, sorry, I got to go. We got to postpone this or. Reschedule, yeah. rain check. Because they were, they do that. were they implying that it was a guy that he was dating? 
Yes. Because I'm pretty sure that they're like he, he really said, hesitant. He said, him. he said, he said like, yeah. As, as soon as they said it, I was like, I can't tell if that's a, a, a forced thing because before they just kept saying, you know, I got a date or whatever tonight. They never applied. It was a boy or a girl. Yeah. Or well, I know that mo- big movies are really hesitant to do that because China is, it hurts them in the Chinese market. I don't know if they know if they're, if it stops them from doing it in the Chinese market. It might, but, it might've been a small enough thing that but it didn't all, matter. Also, I think the people who own this, the broccolis are, not very progressive with these movies. They're trying to not add that stuff into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think like this movie is like they're they're doing it very little. But I was yeah. just wondering. I, I, I didn't even as subtle as possible with it. Yeah, I didn't even notice if I I didn't remember if it was mentioned that it was a guy or not. So I mean they've done their job with it to the point where unless you're hundred percent looking at like looking for it, it's probably not even that easy to catch. Yeah. Uh which to me that kind of stuff, it's like if you're gonna do it, just have the balls to do it. You know what I mean? Don't like sneak it in or hide it. Like you know, right. do what you're do what you're gonna do. But I mean, I guess good for yeah. half ass doing it. Um <laughs> so what after we, that scene we uh we I think we switch over to uh not uh Florence Paul. Okay. I and think she's over to her being being she's a psychiatrist. Yeah. How she just was she always a psychiatrist? I don't remember. <laughs> so I I thought this was a scene where I don't know, something felt like it was missing. Like I got what they were shooting for and it didn't come off good for me. Right? Like so I'd assume he saved her, maybe dragged her into the house, and then just left. Yeah. So she didn't hear him talk very much. She didn't see him without the mask. And see, for her, this would have just been a traumatic event. So it, it seemed like they knew each other. It seemed like she knew what was up as soon as he walked in, like the way she so, was talking. So now I'm going to say something back to, back to that beginning scene after you know he saved her. Most movies go down that route of you work for me or I'm going to train you to be like an assassin type thing. Yeah. He literally just let her go. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Like, it, like he let her because, go and, and then he's like, oh, well, now, you, you know, you, you got to repay the favor. And it's just like if her life could have been completely different. If this wasn't the last movie, it would have been different. If this wasn't Craig's last movie, she would have been trained by him and be secretly working for him for the whole time but since they needed her to actually be a good person and have a kid with him and be a family for him to sacrifice i, I think it wouldn't have worked if she had been trained by him and, and was technically betraying him the whole time i think in terms of a of, of a plot point that's a really weak one like that he just comes back and has her. Right, that he just comes back and, and he's like, oh, well, I'm, you know, I basically need James Bond and all this, and you're dating James Bond. Like, like he didn't plan this. You know what I'm saying? Like, if she, yeah. she, she could have literally went to America and just lived a regular life, and he would have never had any use for her. her. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. Like I'm saying, like I, I definitely think that this movie is suffering from having to wrap up 
Yeah. Well, and it just maybe they weren't in the best situation to wrap it up or they made this awkward decision. But I think it would have played out differently if it wasn't. Obviously, it would have played out differently if it wasn't the last one. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, once he showed up, it, he got her. You know what I mean? He's like, if you don't help me, I'm going to kill James Bond. So you have to help me. But oh, no, shit. He was. Oh, that's clever as hell. So when he's saying like, I'll kill the other people important in your life. And she's like, there's nobody else in my life important to me. They've all been killed. And he says, I think we both know that's not true. I thought at first he was talking about about James James Bond. No, no. I thought that's who he was talking about. He's talking about her daughter. Yeah. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah. I thought he was talking about James Bond. And then that's right after that's when we get the scene with the daughter. That that's crazy. Like I just realized that that's actually a lot more clever and that's why she's, that's why she puts the poison on to do it. Yes. And I think, I think that's also when he gets his, the strand of hair from her. I think he gets the strand of hair there. Or maybe he gets it when she was a kid. But I think he gets it at, like, while he's in the office with her. Or maybe even before he picks it up off of something. Yeah. Okay, that's clever. So then he... So then we get the scene now where James Bond talks to M outside... And they're basically like, hey, sorry I was such a dick to you. You still kind of suck, but I'm going to help you now. Um, <laughs> and then James is going to go meet Blofeld in prison. And then that's when, that's when he, I think that's when they explain to him that the only person that he talks to is her. And he's like, you guys are so fucking dumb. Because well, at this point, this he still doesn't trust her. Why? Why does he only talk to her? Uh, she was... Um, I think she was with him in the last oh, movie. Oh, yeah, her dad. Her dad was her dad was a specter. Also, yeah. okay. Yeah, so, so like, there's I a see, connection. At one point, at one point, I was like, it has to be her dad. That's the only reason. That's the only reason why why the betrayal at the beginning made sense to me. And then but she, but she didn't betray him at the beginning. I, yeah, yeah. But but at the time, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like maybe she did. Maybe she didn't portray him on purpose, but you know, because she's the son of the of the head of the main guy, or I mean, daughter. That maybe he, you know, was just trying to kill James Bond or whatever, and that she yeah. that he picked her to talk to him because that's that's his daughter. But no, nah, it makes sense now. So, so is, that, is, is this the part where we go to the? Oh no, no, this is the part where we go to the prison now, right? Yeah, they're walking down the hallway. And they see each other for the first time again. And he has to pretend like he's still not in love with her and act all cool mm-hmm. and not hurt. And that's like the first time you see him like actually maybe off his game a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I kind of thought was cool. And then he goes right in to talk to Blofeld. And I have a problem. I Part of this scene was absolutely amazing. And... Part of this scene, I absolutely think they ruined. So, she comes in with him, but then she chickens out, right? Yeah. And and he touches her to like yeah. grab her, and she freaks out. Now, see, I didn't remember that they were stepbrothers. I thought they were real brothers, because I barely remember those movies. Right. And so, the whole time, she's standing next to him. I'm thinking... Oh my god, he's like one touch away from dying because they just talked about how it can kill oh, okay, relatives. Okay. And then he touches her and I'm like, oh shit, he's gonna die. 
and then he doesn't die. And I was like, oh, thank God. Like, I, I thought that's how they were going to kill him. I thought, or he was going to be poisoned and have to go do something. I was super nervous. So then it's on him, and I'm like, okay, I see how it's going to happen. It's, he's going to touch him, and then Bond's going to be like, how did the poison happen? But so, I didn't like that he got, he just started strangling him. Okay, so look. It didn't a, seem. Hey, look, look, this is, that's just what I was about to talk about too. So, you know, uh, Rami gives uh, discount Florence Paul, what, the perfume or whatever, and she puts it on her wrist, okay? So, all I'm thinking is, she, if she's going through with this, how, how is this going to work? Because I was like, if it's on her wrist, then no, it's no, not it, an airborne thing. The way it works is that the nanobots go into your bloodstream. And then, you have to do contact, though. You have to actually touch them. No, 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 because they, they went into her skin. And if you touch the person anywhere, it... it, it oh, the, okay, yeah. That's what they right. were saying. Once you've been hit with it, it's in you forever. So, like, if I sprayed... If, if you sprayed James Bond with something that kills, you know, this random person in America, and he doesn't touch that person for 30 years, that... That stuff's in a system forever. Thirty years later, he touches them; they die. Okay, it makes sense. I'm, I'm just thinking, like, why would she touch him though? You know how weird that is. Like, yeah, to get what, to touch Blofeld. Yeah, just to, <laughs> like, yeah. At least, at least in the way that they showed it, it was because James Bond was angry, and also they hinted towards it. So it was, it was like you saw it coming. I thought it would have been. Like I thought what was gonna happen is when he was like he was like telling him to like lean in or something, that Blofeld was gonna grab him. You know what I mean? And then yeah. because he grabbed him to make like a, a, a dramatic point or something, uh he dies. But man it dies just, instantly. It just seemed weird that he lost his cool like that. And I understand they had to have a reason for them to touch, but it just didn't seem See, I agree with what you're saying, but also because they actually explain that you know they basically told you just, it was going to happen that way you know don't yeah. lose your cool he said it multiple times it was you've seen it coming so yeah. i was a, a little okay with it um and then we get to the next scene of you know do you know where, where she went or whatever and so he's like honestly i i feel like he shouldn't have known i feel like he shouldn't have been able to guess personally it's been five years You've you've went and lived your uh, a completely different life. I feel like, and and they, and they they've been traveling, you know, when they, when they were together. So I feel like it it wasn't going to be that easy to figure out. Personally. Well, I would I would just imagine that that was her childhood home, right? And if yeah, they, she almost died. If they, yeah, but I guess if she had that's like a traumatic. connection that's to scary. it, that's scary as fuck. I would not want to live there. <laughs> I would not. I would be out of that place, gone. Fair enough. Yeah, I, maybe that's just another one of those things for the movie where it's just like, you know, to not drag it out. We know he's eventually yeah. going to find her. Let's just jump to him finding see, her. See, you know, this, this is why my books can make better stories because then you can actually explain stuff and make and make it make sense. And you can just and it can be longer. You can just have yes. a scene of him trying to go to six different places to find her. Yeah, but but then and I think at this point is this where he has the car. The black, um, yeah, he got the black car when he went to London, and okay. so let okay, me. So I want to be, be coming about the car first before we get to the to the house scene. I'm gonna look up what it is. 
I think it's an Aston Martin. I'm, I guarantee you it is. Uh, yeah, they were all Aston Martins. So the gray one was one, the black one was one, and then the okay. uh, one that the new 007 was driving. And do you remember when M was in that science room with Q and he walked up by a super fancy looking car? Yeah. That was also an Aston Martin. They've okay. all been Aston Martins. So just, just for, for, that, for that quick talk for that one, you know, I said earlier that I thought it was a Mustang because of how the front lights were, you know, and, and that's what the old, old Mustangs look. And then I saw the symbol, and then I saw the backlights, and I was like, well, what kind of car is this, Aston Martin? And then I was thinking, it's nice that they're doing all these classy, old old type of cars, but I'm so used to seeing the newest, craziest-looking, you know, newest version of a, of a company's car on screen that it's kind of weird not seeing one. And, of course, later on, that's what the new 007 is driving. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like, I feel like there's like a, uh, like a poetic thing right there. Out well, with so, the old and with the new t- type of stuff. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. the The black Aston Martin, the one that you're talking about that looked like a Mustang, mm-hmm. was driven by Timothy Dalton in The Living Daylights. I think that might be a James Bond movie. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Living Daylights. Okay, so that's a a callback to that one. The gray one is the classic one from. Uh, it's the one that's always been in it okay uh and then like i said they the new one they put two of the newest aston martins in it as well okay so i like the symbol i like the symbol i like the i like the car as a whole very yeah okay so back to the movie back to the um to the scene so of course you know I, I have a complaint with almost every single scene, but I still like the movie in, in general. So this is where you get to meet the daughter after that. Then, you know, they're kissing and all the other stuff. And he's like, oh, I've, uh, I've never forgotten about you. I've always loved you and all the other stuff. That That's happy stuff. Okay. Yeah. We see the girl. My first thought was, I know you didn't leave this girl by herself here at the house when you was at the prison. That was, that was my first thought. It, it, had, it has nothing to do with the movie, but it's just like, that's... that's yeah. Parental neglect. You don't know what's going. Like, who do you? Who would she have in her life that she could trust with the kid? Yes, yes. So I, I feel like that. I feel like that kid's always there by herself, which is very terrifying. Especially since you know you almost died there yourself. I, I just had a problem with with, with that. Then I was like, after I saw the girl, I was like, that is that's. I was like, that's her daughter. And I was like, I was right about her being pregnant and everything. And then that's when she was like. That's not yours. That's not your kid. I was like, "What the fuck?" Why? No, but see, I I knew that it was. You know, it was because they love to do that in movies for some reason, where they're like the timelines so perfectly match up, and the dad finds uh, out like mad long later, and he's like, "Oh my god, is this my kid?" And the mom's like, "No, it's not your kid." And then the dad's like, "Oh man, I would have loved if it was my kid." And then later on, it's like, "Yeah, it's your kid, you dipshit." Like it looks just like you, and the timelines match up. What are you doing? The worst part about it is. I'll be falling for it every single time, bro. So, so as soon as she said, "This not his kid," twice, right? And he says, "Well, she got blue eyes." And I, and all I'm thinking is, this kid has to be like five. And yeah. five years ago, that's when they broke up. I was like, "There's no way that she just decided to find somebody else right after they broke up, and then she got pregnant by that person." I was like, "There's no way." And so I'm over, I'm over here just like battling at the thought that this has to be his kid, even though it is. And it's just like I'm dumb. Yeah. I'm over here having an argument with myself. 
like about something that's so obvious. <laughs> but so okay. that happens. And then and so, this okay. next scene I really like. So he wants to get a plane, he knows what he has to do, what yada yada yada. And then the uh he's like he sent regular du- new 007 to find the new CIA and when he looks at where she's at she's like a couple miles away from him and that he's like oh damn that must mean he's a couple miles away from me we better get out of here okay so they hop in the in the Honda RAV4 yes good vehicle good vehicle for where they're at this might have been the most suspenseful car ride I've like car chase I've ever seen in a movie. Oh yeah, 100%. and it's it's only because that little girl is in the in the car. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Like, I'm terrified. Like, I'm thinking that this little girl is gonna die at some point. And I was like, dude, I, I feel like I think there's like a, a a rule or something that you can't kill off little kids in, in like certain scenes or something like that. I think so I, I think I, you she's gonna die there, but I also feel like she still could have had a good chance to die. I, I yeah, I don't know if there is that, or maybe it's like how you I, have to show it. I know that or, there's a rule in um in games the, that you really yeah. can't kill kids in games. Yeah, that's why in Skyrim and Fallout or in Skyrim, yeah, yeah and Fallout. Fallout has kids. The kids are unkillable, and it's so mm. annoying because they're also the biggest dicks. <laughs> annoying as fuck. Um. But so I, I'm like losing my mind this whole car because it's like, you know, in a normal car chase, you can just have the car flip over and roll and he'll be fine. But like a five year old in the backseat is going to die if you flip that car over down a mountain. Like, yeah, it, yeah. it just it really threw me off. But so they're getting chased by those Land Rovers mm-hmm. and he's just like bashing them off the road like a professional. And then it's like guys off the road. He goes off the road, and they're like, fine, we'll send in the helicopter and the new Broncos. And I'm like, how is he going to get out of this? I was like, he's dead. They're just going to shoot one rocket, and it's over. Yeah, I I didn't know how they were going to... That the the helicopter just had Rami in it. Yeah. And he wanted wanted to capture them. See, this is the benefit to James Bond, is that 90% of the time, the bad guy didn't want him to die. Yeah. He didn't want he didn't want to kill him Earlier in the movie, when he could have, he didn't want to kill him then when he could have. Like, you know, he also, also, Rami wanted the girl. Yeah. So I liked that wood scene. I thought it looked, I thought that was the best looking scene in the whole movie when they're in the woods. I agree. And then, you know, the fight's happening, and I had one, one thought cross my mind the dude 007 is trash. That's, that was the only thought that, that came to my mind because. If she was if she was on his trail, where is she at during this entire fight scene? And then and then of course he calls it out himself. Like Where were you? Like, yeah, where were you? It's just like Because if she would have showed up, he would have she they wouldn't have lost her. Yeah. It, both of them together could have pulled that off. And that and at that at that moment is where I decided that the new 007 was trash and she doesn't get to carry that name. <laughs> Well, she, I mean, later she, on, she gives been out stumped the entire time, which is fine because the other double self was better. But now she's just completely useless. She wasn't. She wasn't even in the scene. Yeah, I but, wish that she would have showed up in that. Maybe if she would have showed up, and then like, of course she shows late. up in a nice ass car, thinking that she's all cool and stuff. And I'm just like, 
Yeah, and he's pissed. Like he's like, I don't even like. You know what I mean? Because that "Where were you?" was like a pretty poignant, like, "Fuck you" without saying like, "fuck you." Like, Do better. Like you need to understand that you just fucked up, <laughs> and that that the situation has evolved from here. Actually, I can say it now that because of her, Double Seven died. Yep. Cause and effect. If I she mean, was dead, not because she, of her, but just because oh, she didn't do better. She didn't do what she needed to do. But here's my thing. A separate point. What are the other double O's doing? That's a good question. Because this why is a pretty why, big why, deal. Why is that? Why is double O's? How many double O's are there? Because you know, there's two double. There's two zeros and then a seven. So there has to be at least a hundred of them, right? I don't know if there has to be a hundred of them, but I know that, like. I know in like other movies, like there's been a a 009 for sure. But there's at least I'd say at least ten. Right? And you would think that I would I would say at least ten. I would say at most should be a hundred. Yeah, I think a hundred would be crazy. I'm only saying that because of how many zeros there are. Like you usually if you have that many zeros, then, then you're expected to get to that higher that that higher number. number. Yeah. I wonder if there's some I'm sure there's some lore behind why it's those numbers. I'll I'll look into that. But he, you would think that however many of them there are, like six of him would be better than one. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, you might you might more effectively deal with these situations. But like, so you would think with with this world-ending nanobot machine, they would yeah, put they can, double O's on on the scene yeah, and not can, have two double O sevens. Exactly. It could just kill anybody or as many anybody's as it wants. And, and yeah, I don't know. So we get to, they have the fight scene. This is what I was talking about where he just has people shooting at him point blank. He's just walking. Like the guy's like driving at him in an SUV, shooting out the window. And he just is like taking leisurely steps around so that they'll hit like tree branches and stuff. Right. And I'm like, this guy's so comfortable in this situation. Kills that guy with a car. Dope. He, he kills a dude with, on a motorcycle with a tripwire. Oh, I feel Dope. bad for that dude. As soon, as soon as I got hit by it, I was like, oh. <laughs> but that was a good... He lets the car fall on the other dude. I like that. Yeah. But he's I just like the, that whole scene, like he's running around shooting guns. He He's just in complete control of the situation. But she still gets captured. Mm-hmm. And, and then we come to the end of the movie. The big climactic and he has to go him and the new 007 head out she gives up the old name they're on the plane carrier he gets some cool gadgets i like the watch um i like the watch i like the um i like the jet itself yeah i think i like how it opened up it was it was it was like it was very skinny but it was cool it was cool because it was a uh aerodynamic gravity jet yeah there was no engine to it it was just well there was but it only for underwater yeah um I thought they looked so cool too. Like he's wearing like the commando sweater and like uh, he's using like a real gun. You know what I mean? Like he like looked like he was actually prepared for what he was doing. Uh, And they just like ran through that thing like a fucking Call of Duty mission. Like it was super easy for two people to kill a whole facility of dudes. Uh, I agree. We get to, and then we get to the scientist part and they're putting up bombs and all that. And the scientist is talking and saying all this other stuff, and she finally like hits. She hits him. I think she, I think she breaks his nose. Yeah, she butted him with the. 
I thought she was just going to shoot him. I was just like, why? Why, why don't you? He, he is very annoying. I, I would have shot him if I was you. Yeah, I mean, they literally have a license to kill people. Just do that shit, my guy. Like, get rid of him. He's clearly dangerous. And your government's going to just use him to do more dangerous shit if you don't yes. kill him. Uh, so they plant the bombs. I liked that they planted the bombs and that those came back later on. Because they were like, we don't have enough bombs to. Oh yeah, yep. To blow this whole place up, but they still become useful. Uh, so here's here's it. You know, Robbie Malik's character, the villain character. This whole movie's kind of been a little vague and off to the side, which is fine. I feel like he's the weakest part of this movie. I but, feel like his his him being the one enacting all these different plans and stuff makes him awesome but him himself i agree yeah and like once we get to i i completely agree he was leading up everything playing out the way he had been playing it out like i liked him on the phone with the guy i liked him showing up to the lady to have her do that like even at the beginning when he showed up to kill the guy i liked that like it looked like he just like hiked through the woods in the winter to just go kill this man like clearly had some cool prospects but then when yeah, you just they, got go ahead, got go they do this every single movie i feel like every james bond movie of these daniel craig movies the villain has been a letdown for me they just don't seem to have enough interest i i don't know i just i just didn't get anything from him I'm trying to think of a villain that's like the opposite of this you know what i mean mm-hmm I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I would say he's just honestly. I I, I end up disliking how certain villains' motives go. This man's about to go kill half the population on the planet because his family was killed, which under which is understandable. No, it's not. It's not understandable at all, actually. But why? That's what I. I thought what? almost that he, him killing all of Spectre made sense to me, right? Yeah, yes, that made sense. Like I feel like he wasn't a bad guy, and then they they showed what he had the potential to do to the planet. And I was just like, but why? I was gonna say if if he wasn't planning on doing it, right? If they wouldn't have showed that, if it was just we have to catch, capture, and stop him because he could do this, or because he could sell it to somebody, or because now he has all this power, right? But yeah. James Bond wants to capture him because he has his, his the lady he likes, and the government want to stop him because he now possesses a very dangerous dangerous weapon. Dangerous weapon, but he has no reason to want to kill all those people, and yes. it didn't make any sense to me. And I thought it would have made way more. It would have been way more interesting if the whole climactic thing would have just been between him saying, "Actually, I want this lady," and James Bond saying, "No, I want that lady," and I'm just yeah, also and, here. And that's the thing that I didn't like. As well, you know, basically it comes out. It comes down to he he's already finished off what he wanted to do, and I think his ultimate revenge plan on on getting revenge on um the the lady's dad on Spectre was I'm keeping your daughter for myself now, and it's just like yeah, this is weird. Like yeah, I, I know I know we didn't go through all this because you wanted this daughter when you when you had every every possibility to come at the very beginning. Yeah. I completely agree. I just think his his motives for his motives was 
after killing everybody inspector his motives became very weak yes there was no dri- there was no driving point now we 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 could stop this <laughs> yeah you could just give her back to me and then i wouldn't like james bond wouldn't even care and then the, my government's probably going to come after you but they can do whatever see ya yes honestly if he just gave back the girl I think he would still be like a a force to be reckoned with. Like like he has the potential to be a, a to to get away from the government. Yeah, and he also yeah, and keep them at bay as well. Like he could he could maintain a good position of power, but no, he just wanted to be selfish and stupid and still want to get his revenge. Yeah, because he could have. I mean, you think about it, because he he set up this huge base that's so obviously where he is, and like. He could have just kept moving around with it and sold it off to people or did smaller versions of this and really like held the world at bay. But he chose to do this silly, over-the-top thing that's very easily foiled, basically. Yes. But so, I, I liked that ending, though. I liked the, the whole fighting. I liked when he, he... The staircase scene where he's fighting up the staircase was... That was awesome. And that... then he gets in... Oh, yeah, it was, it was amazing. All the... I'm going to say one thing. One thing I liked, but also didn't like. Okay, so actually, no. I'm going to talk about two things. One is when Discount Florence Paul was in, was in the like the locked up room, whatever. And then she goes, she she talks about how I heard that, that even, like, one one touch of this or one taste of this will make you blind or whatever. I was like, that's pretty silly because now she's using like basically what he said about that one flower, mm-hmm. like how it like gives you like a heart attack or whatever. Back then, on and, somebody. I'm, it's kind of sad that like she's basically a regular civilian and she was able to get past this dude pretty easily. Kind of sad. Um, and then I liked, <laughs> I liked how the how the daughter had nothing, wanted nothing to do with with the uh, with Rami. Like, yeah, he's just like, I'm just gonna bite you now. <laughs> like, I'm done with this <laughs> shit. She was like, uh, he was like, so do you like this garden? She was like, no. <laughs> I lost it right then and there when she said that. And then of course the. After he bites her, and he's like, "Well, you can go off." She just takes off, she's just like, turns around with like no shit. hesitation. Oh, <laughs> uh, that that girl is awesome. But that was what I was saying. I was like, I feel like that kid had so minimal screen time, and I was like, I really like this. Like, I feel like, I don't know. Like, you're just like, oh, it's so cool that he has like a kid, and the kid's like just doing stuff. I don't know, just, just doing whatever. And then yeah. and then she's hiding under the table. Like I was, I was like worried that they wasn't gonna be able to find it because she's she's just roaming. Yeah, and it's massive place, and then she's just like, "Yeah, I'm here. I'm actually very efficient at things for a five year old child." <laughs> pretty, she's pretty cool. The fact that she bit the dude, I like balls. She got and balls. She, well, she bit him because she dropped her little stuffed rabbit and was like, "I need to go get this rabbit, my guy." And then, of course, she didn't find it. I'm surprised by that as well because I feel like. Either either she just dropped it and like I feel like the way that she went, she should have found she should have found it. Loki. Yeah. I, I was expecting her to come out from under that table with her little bunny in her hand, but it's not that that's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um So so then he, he opens the blast gates, they send the missiles in, uh he runs, he's he's leaving, and then they close he they reclose the blast gates and he has to run back there. That scene with him, and then in- he gets shot. Yeah, finally. <laughs> was not expecting that. I, I, 
he got he took the first bullet and I was like, okay, he's fine. And he got shot a couple more times. I was like, this man is gonna die here. Yeah, especially with getting those like middle of the stomach wounds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where like all that important st- stuff is. Yep. But then I, he I, I abs- was... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. And then he absolutely just beats that man's ass and breaks his arm like violently. Oh yeah, that I when I saw that I was like, oh, that's disgusting. But so I liked that fight scene in the sense that Robbie Malik's character did not have any ability to beat him in a fist fight. Like there was, he had no delusions of being able to win this, but he knew all he had to do was hit him with that fucking, uh, dude, I, I was hurt. And, and, and he won. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, what I really liked is that James, James Bond earlier on when he was talking about, you're just like the latest small angry man in a line of small angry men and you could see it in his face he was just like i'm so tired of dealing with these fucking over the top world ending dickheads that just don't matter to me and then at the end when he after he breaks his arm and knocks him out and he stands up instead of doing like every other action movie where they you know look at him so angrily and and unload in their face he just doesn't even look at him, doesn't give him the time of day, two shots to the head and walks away like it wasn't even that big of a deal to kill this guy. That's Which how I, that's, that's how villains and like that's that's what things need to happen in other movies. No yeah, nonsense just, gets to the point this person's dead. Yeah, he just he didn't have any anger towards this guy, not any more than usual, you know what I mean? He he mm. he wasn't important to him. It wasn't like in every other movie where it's such a big connection to him. He's like, I'm, this is just my job. I'm just getting rid of you. And then he he fucking hustles back up those steps, reopens the blast doors, and he's like, I'm... There's no I, point in living. Yeah, he That's can't be with his family. He can't, you know... He, the guy ruined his life. It's not as if he... I mean, if he wasn't shot, he maybe could have made it off the island. He probably could have made it off the island even I think he I think he, I think he had the strength to get off the island. But he was just I tired. Think, I, I know he just had all those, those bullets put in him, but I think he had the strength to get off the island... I, I just, you know, there's no reason to now. But this is the part where I have the the problem with this nanobot technology. If it's robots, you should be able to break them. That also, you know, I thought the EMP watch might have been a little bit more important, you know? Like, I definitely liked how it blew up that man's head. Yeah, that's dope. But I also feel like, you know, it's untested and it's probably super powerful. That EMP should be able to knock out the robots inside the body, like, like deactivate them. Also, who in the world creates a weapon and not know how to like stop it? Like, wh- wh- that was a stu- like who who came up with that idea? Yeah, well, first off, I think the nanobots was kind of lazy. I wish it wouldn't have been nanobots. I wish it would have just been a disease. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it would have just been like you program the disease because like they have stuff like that now where you can literally like program genetics into stuff. But the 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 nanobots kind of seem just like. Let's just say it's nanobots, so we don't have to explain any science stuff. Yeah, and I, I, I feel like you're also just the fact that you know, like, like, like I said, you know, it's nanobots. I've never heard of nanobots not being able to be stopped. Yeah, and then on top of that, that's what I'm saying. If it wouldn't have been nanobots, it would have been way more sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then on top of that, the idea of not knowing how to destroy it, you're also right because that laboratory is like those kind of laboratories are supposed to be like. They're not making, you know, weaponized smallpox to kill people. They're making the work. They're making weaponized smallpox to see how to 
cure weaponized smallpox. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're making the worst diseases so they can then figure out the way to cure them in yeah, case those get out. Reverse engineer it and all the other stuff. And it's like... You would clearly I be doing that for your fact, own stuff. Yes. they That every single one of these type of facilities have protocols on what happens if like a leak or, or a, a spill or something happens. Like you can't you, you can't just be like, oh, we, we dropped this vial of, of the disease. We're all just dead now. Like, yeah, that was the fact that they have nothing for it was stupid. And I was like, maybe they'll just use the ancient state, or maybe, you know, uh, they're they're they'll find a way within like a couple of years or some or some shit like yeah, that. Just just, just stay no alive to live. Yeah, stay alive. Don't die. Don't see them for like five years, and then you'll get healed and you'll be good. Like, I feel like it also would have been just a, just a sad ending if they would have did. Yeah, dude. Like, we're coming up with the cure on how to fix this or whatever. And he's trying to get off the island, but he's in too much pain, and it blows up, and he dies that way. Like, like he, yeah. like he knows that he he just can't make it off fast enough, and he dies that way. Yeah, I, feel like I, I, I think be more satisfied with that because then it's like that the the way that he died, the way he died is fucked up. <laughs> well, so it's, it's fucked up. I think the idea is is that they had to have him die, right? Because he doesn't yeah. want to come back. And so for him to not come back, they have to literally kill him so that people will be like, okay, I guess he's not doing anything. And also, it's James Bond, so it's almost like they don't want him to die unless he chooses it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they don't want him to be beaten because he's... James guy. Bond. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's almost like he's chose not to continue to fight, and that's the only way you could kill him. So I get it, but I'm, like I'm saying, I, I just think that a little a few little tweaks on the on the plot of it yeah on the on the on those details of what what it is and how little things happen you could probably have tightened it up a little bit but overall yeah. i thoroughly enjoyed it oh yeah great movie like like i've said before you know it's a, whenever whenever we do these reviews i tend to criticize like a whole bunch of shit but i actually enjoyed the movie a lot yeah i, I do have another cr- uh, critique though okay, okay. so Remember when she finally decides to kill the scientist after seeing that one officer guy fall into the water and he kills her? Kills yeah. Her. Is the what was that just like regular weaponized nanobots to kill anybody? Yeah, I guess right. Okay, so now now here's my next query. That was in regular ass water. This place just got blown the fuck up. That regular ass water is in the ocean now, right? That's a good and question. Also, also, James Bond, you know, the nanoboss is in his blood. He he dies. He presumably falls in the water. The water is, is going to kill the girls, right? Like, you would think. If yeah, I, don't, ever, I don't know like, why that water was killing... That water shouldn't have been just killing them. Like, as soon as, as, soon as they made contact with the water, I was just like, they're, they're dead. So now I'm thinking, so if this water gets out into the regular ocean, wouldn't it just spread the nanobots? Wouldn't it just weaponize the entire ocean? Possibly. I guess. That's that's just my only complaint about this. Like, I, I feel like they should have did a better way of explaining how these nanobots work because they it, it was too loose. Like, it, it, okay, it gets into your bloodstream. So what if your bloodstream gets into the water? Well, but that's like the thing. Yeah, because it's... Because like the one that was in his bloodstream only hurts his his, his daughter and, yes. and and her mother. 
So if his blood gets into water, would yeah, would, wouldn't they still have a chance to die? Like, does does the nanobots like uh multiply endlessly, or do you just have that small amount that's in you? Like, they, I just feel like it wasn't explained well enough. Yeah, it it was. You're right. It was way too loose too. Like, it just didn't have a. They could have done a maybe, lot better. Maybe I'm just looking way too far into this, and I should just enjoy the movie for it for what it is. But I just can't sometimes. Yeah, I, I think that is the the goal of this, right? Is that you just kind of have to go? It is a little silly, you know. Yeah, a lot of this stuff was impractical, and just enjoy enjoy what it is for what it is. But there definitely are some pretty glaring plot holes if you think about it at all yeah i would say the two biggest plot holes is nanomachines itself and i mean it's not even a big one but just 007 being at the beginning knowing yeah knowing exactly where to find him yeah other than that i think i think i'm okay with the plot holes i think it's a really solid movie i would definitely say this is like we we don't we don't actually have a real rating system. We need to we need to do that at some point. But I would say this is probably another eight out of ten. I don't, I'm not gonna say I like it better than Shang Chi. So definitely on par with Shang Chi. Yeah, I think I think it's about the same for me as well. I I haven't rewatched Shang Chi yet, but I think I would definitely rewatch both of these. Oh yeah, definitely. Also, like the the very end is a is a emotional moment like if i was if i was watching this with morgan she would definitely be crying like movies that can that can draw out sentiment are i would say just better movies in general yeah so i also think though that i i I see how the ending was emotional but i think it would have been more emotional if the lady was like if they had any connection i just felt like they didn't have any connection this whole movie. yeah yeah they used a better person or or if she just but it wasn't just her because oh, I don't uh, think I don't think he seemed like there was much there either. You know what I mean? Like when they were talking with each other, it just seemed like awkward. I would say it's because he's been with seventeen hundred different girls that this just another girl. Yeah. Like I don't what, know. what made her special? They they Did she, she was I, the I last one. I think <laughs> didn't I, betray I think him. Problem was what made her special? Maybe they maybe they showed it in the last movie, but I. You you have no reason to connect with this girl. She's just another person to James Bond. That's, yeah, that's the way you see it. That's the way she's introduced, anyway. Like, I thought it was just a, like a one night. Yeah. Stand. Yeah, just I, I, I think that was the only thing as I just didn't feel like, you know, because like sometimes in movies, like when they have like the oh, it's emotional that we're like, it's like you're like yeah, these people really acted the shit out of this, and it feels like they had some kind of connection and it just mm-hmm. didn't didn't hit me like that and I just didn't feel that sad at the end. But I could see the you know also, I, could also, see how, I feel like I feel like the emotional intent was I would say it was more for the fact that he can't be with his daughter. I mean yeah. he has the girl too but like it's that he had he had the opportunity had, he, to have a family and he lost it. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying that's and that's where I can see where there is the emotionalness at the end. I'm just saying it could have been stronger. Yeah, I, I agree with that. All right, so yeah, I'd, I'd say this is probably an 8 eight out of 10 for me as well. 
I mean, I don't have any major complaints. I liked it quite a bit, and I thought it was a lot of fun. There was a lot of moments in this where I was like, specifically the action scenes where I was like, this is pretty good. I agree. Uh, I would definitely say that my probably my one of my favorite scenes. Okay, one of my favorite scenes is definitely the realization that the CIA guy is just it's just a whole bad guy. I like that. Um I like the forest scene a lot. Definitely like the um the party, the Spectre party scene. Yeah. Um one of the weakest points to me is 007. Oh, that's what I want to talk about. So do you think she'll she'll become the new 007? I like, I would be okay. Like, I'd be okay if she did. I I thought she was interesting. I liked her as a character. Like, obviously, it was disappointing that she didn't get to do more in the movie. Mm-hmm. But if they were to brought her bring her back, I thought the actress was good. I thought that she could definitely be an interesting character to watch. I agree with that. I I think though. So is James Bond is that the name of every single Double Seven person? Yeah, so that was always been the thing, right? Is that everyone's like, is it, is James Bond the code name or not? But so in Spectre, you see his, it, that's his parents' house, and you see that mm-hmm. their, their graves have his last name on it, Bond. So, because people like to say that it was like all the movies were connected and uh-huh. it was just new guys, but I don't think that lines up really. And, I think the safest bet would be for them to just have Daniel Craig ones be their own continuity, right? And continue either continue on with this new lady as 007, but not James Bond, obviously, or start a new one after this. Okay, so I I like how you said that. If if we were to use uh, Daniel Craig's movies as as his own new continuity, I agree with. She she should be the next double step. They've already introduced her. They just kind of make her look. They just kind of make her look. You know, just give her her own movie so she can actually look awesome and stuff. Yeah. But if it's not like that, then I feel like they should get another Englishman to be the next double seven, or or just let it stop there. They could well, also do that. Well, they're never going to stop these movies. They make a ton of mo- a ton yeah, of money off of them. What, just uh, been something years now. First one, yeah, sixty two. Sixty two. So. You know, the the novels were written by Ian Fleming, who actually helped start the British Intelligence Service. Oh, like in real life? In real life. He was in British Intelligence. And James James Bond is kind of like an idealized version of himself. Kind of. Okay. And so, you know, it's not exact or anything. But so that's... I don't think that there's some aspects of James Bond as a character that kind of transfer over, right? Like mm-hmm. he likes to drink. He's usually a pretty cool guy. Mm-hmm. He sleeps with a lot of ladies. Like these are like aspects of the book that made that character. Right. I don't think it has to, he has to be English. Obviously I saw a yeah. lot of people. I saw a lot of people saying that they would like Idris Alba to play James Bond. Oh. I think Idris Alba would kill it as James Bond. Yeah, I agree. Right. Like, I don't think he has to be like a white guy to play James Bond, is what I'm saying. But I okay. do think, I, I don't think you I, could make James Bond a lady. You I, know what I mean? I think, I think it needs to, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I used the word white earlier, but it, it oh, no. needs to be an English man. That's, that's yeah. how I, I, I feel about it. Well, I'm just, I'm just pointing out because like a lot of people, 
that's been the critique, right? When they yeah. made her James Bond, it's like, oh, they're they're changing everything up, da 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 da. Now it's a black lady, and they're complaining. And I'm I'm trying to say, I guess that like there is you can take it to a certain point where if you change it up, it stops being the character that it is. And yeah. there's no reason there's no reason to stop having it be the character that it is. Just make a new movie. You don't have to take old properties and change them into what they aren't. Make new properties. Whereas like I would be super I would really love to watch a movie with her in this same continuity. I like this continuity, I like this world. I thought she was interesting. But it's a different character, you know, it's not James Bond. Imagine, imagine if it was Idris Alba instead of her in the movie. I think oh, Idris Alba would be so cool as James Bond, but as a new continuity. Start a new continuity that, that and have him be James Bond. Amazing. Um, like he gets he gets a double seven name back, or or maybe his first movie's like how he doesn't feel like he, he earned double seven after the way James Bond died. Yeah. Oh, that would that would have been awesome. Missed opportunities, but oh well. From what I understand, the family who owns the rights to James Bond doesn't want to do spinoffs. They don't that. want they don't want to do anything. They're trying to keep this as a premium brand, which it is. You know, I mean yeah. you could have done a lot of stupid stuff with this franchise. You know, you could have had TV shows, you could have had side characters having their own shows, and they've managed to keep this a huge blockbuster franchise that's fairly well respected, even though it's kind of campy in certain aspects of it. Just like and Mission Impossible. Kind of. <laughs> this is better than Mission Impossible, and it has oh, a yeah, lot longer funny. history. But it, he's dead. He's done. Daniel Craig isn't coming back. And so I can't see them having doing a new movie that isn't James Bond. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that would be like a spinoff. Yeah. So I, I don't think that they're I don't think she's going to be getting her own movie. I'm just saying. I, I, that's why I think that this, this one might actually be the last one, but if they want to, if they continue it, they probably want to give it like a, a good break. Like, yeah, but I would say I, they're going to re they're going to recast James Bond and they're going to start over from the beginning. Cause it, all these movies are based off of the books and there is kind of a timeline with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so and they've done that before too, with the movies where they, uh, where is it? They've done that before with the movies where they just, um, like, let's see, Dr. No was in 62. Was there another Dr. No? I don't see it on here. I see Octopussy, though. Yeah. <laughs> never Say Never Again. Oh, my Gold, God. Goldfinger and Golden Eye. Way I wonder if maybe they... Eye. Bruh. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they don't. There is there is um a very a thing on Rotten Tomatoes that says how to watch all twenty seven double seven movies. Maybe that shows the order. Yeah, maybe. But all I'm but saying it is, like, it looks like a lot of these are just going in order of when they came out. Yeah, but so let's say that they, you know, after this now, it's over, right? With mm-hmm. this continuity, and we just get a new guy, and we start from. Dr. No, because, you know, they adapt these stories because Dr. No came out in the 60s, so you probably wouldn't be able to do it word for word. But mm-hmm. modernize, modernize all these all these older stories and redo them with a new guy. And you could get, you know, 20 years out of another actor, probably. Yeah. And I mean, I mean that's, that's what companies are doing right now anyways, like, just, like, re 
imagining or remastering old movies. Yeah. And I'd like, I don't know if they need to keep going, if they need to stay modern day. What if they even did one, if they redid it and did it like in the 70s or like the 60s? Yeah. It's like, from what I understand, a lot of the old Bond movies, everybody really liked the gadgets in them. But it's like, you know, none of the gadgets are really useful nowadays. You have cell phones and satellites and, you know, all that shit. But if you went back into like the 60s, gadgets would be like a lot more yeah, useful, I guess. I don't know. They could do a lot of stuff with these, with these movies if they wanted to, though. But if I had to make a bet, I would bet that she's not going to get her own movie. Just... Yeah, I, I would think she's not. Just out of you know how it seems, but and this yeah, I, I would say they would, they would definitely have to do a break because I feel like it would be too much work to try to it, like if they would make another movie right after this one to try to explain why she's not 007. Yeah, unless unless they just don't care and they just like this is the new 007. We don't well, care. What I'm, what, what I'm saying is they're gonna that they would probably just. It's the next movie is not going to be connected to. This yeah, movie. yeah, it's not, it's not going to be connected. Yeah. So it would be like the next mo- the next movie. The guy's name would be James Bond. It would just be you know, another another story in it. Yeah. I, I would say have him be have him be younger. You know, have it be like James Bond just starting out and go through a whole new career. But twenty years of the same actor, he got to be good. Tom Holland. It, Tom Holland. Tom Holland's young enough; he can pull it off. I don't know yeah. if he's got the the right. Tom Holland's too like boyish. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, James Bond's always been kind of like manly. But Tom Holland is the Englishman, I think. Yeah, he is. But I've never heard his English person voice. I imagine it sounds pretty high pitched. Uh I don't know who else do you think could do it. English actors. I don't know that many English actors. Me either. Uh, English actors. Christian Bale. No, too old. Tom Hardy. Uh, I mean, Tom Hardy's a a good actor, but I think he's like too gruff. The first one who pops up when I search it is Idris Alba, and I think Idris Alba would still kill it. What about Benedict? Doctor Strange? Uh, I don't think I'd see him Tom as being like... I'm just naming things that I... I, I Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill's an Englishman? Yeah. He hasn't popped up on my list yet. Yeah, Henry, Henry Cavill's English. Henry Cavill is a big dude. I feel like he would have oh, wait, a lot he might not be. He might not be British, though. I, think I, I was going to say Robert Pattinson, but you know, he's no, he is... Henry Cavill is British. He could do it. Robert Patterson can do it too. Yeah. Um, Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe, a little too short, probably. That height doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I'm not seeing any other English actors that are like, I would say young and, and, and like known. Yeah. Tom Wong is the youngest person I see on this list. I would I would go Henry Cavill, but I think Henry Cavill's one of the better actors out right now. Yeah. I'd put him in most roles. 
think, I think I agree with Idris Alba. I think he'd be sweet. Isn't he old though? He he couldn't do this for long, right? Yeah, maybe give him another four or five movie run. Forty nine. How old is Craig? Let's see. Uh, Fifty three. Yeah, I don't. He he couldn't do this for long. Uh, Henry Cavill's only thirty eight. But. Tom Holland's 25. Yeah, Tom Holland could do this for the rest of his life if he wanted to. Or, I mean, he Tom Holland is rich, but I he doesn't he doesn't have the like the look to him. Well, what about Orlando Bloom? Isn't he old too? I'm looking at it right. He's 44. I think Tom Holland. I think Orlando could, Bloom. What do you know? Tom Holland could do it if he. He's with Katy Perry. What the heck? Oh, okay. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm just distracted. Tom Holland just needs to get like facial hair. Is all it is. Um, I don't know if he can grow facial hair. He don't. He doesn't even have like the the five o'clock shadow or anything. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. They wear makeup, you know. Um, well, let me see what movies he has. Tom Holland has. Still waiting for that Uncharted movie. Maybe maybe he'll be good in Uncharted. Yeah, doesn't oh, the guy, in a lot of movies. Doesn't the guy in Uncharted have facial hair? Yeah, so I we'll see how he plays in that, and then that, that can dictate if he can be, if he can be a uh, the next 007. Oh, he they got him with a no it's CGI. Never mind. I was about to say this is like a terrible looking mustache. Who what him? Yeah. Well, how many? I don't know. I'm looking at pictures from the Uncharted movie. Uh, they might be able to. You might be able to. Wait a second. <laughs> Are you looking at the mustache too? Yes, I cannot with the mustache. Anybody, anybody doing this? Look up Uncharted brackets film, and then look at like it's like the top one of the top searches. They just photoshopped a terrible mustache on Tom Holland, and it looks wild. Oh my gosh, I. I mean. Let's see. I think Tom Holland. Um, I feel like Tom Holland is just not muscular enough. Like he's not big enough to play this uncharted dude. Yeah. I'm gonna see if I can find a picture of him that doesn't look like a child. That's not possible. I'm typing in Tom Holland facial hair, like the weirdest person on earth. <laughs> yeah, he 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 grows like a like a like a little boy's beard. So <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look it up. Um... Hair. It's Box. like when you're like when you're like 17 and you're just letting oh. it all. You're just keeping whatever happens and yeah, whatever it's, happens is bad. It's like look, this looks just like my cousin, and then my cousin I think is 19. Yeah, it's all right. Let's be honest though, <laughs> they can they could just literally they can do anything in a movie if they wanted him to look older. They can make him look older. They they could do that. Yeah, it's, I I just can't with with some of these looks though. Wait, here, here's here's somebody I could do it. Hold up, hold up, hold up. What's his name? His name is Timothy Chalamet. He's the Chal- guy playing. I can never say his last name. It's probably wrong. He's the guy playing uh, um, Paul in Dune. Oh yeah, that is him. I was like, he looks familiar. He's he, I look, he, he looks, looks just like as young as Tom Holland though. And he's, yeah, but he, but he looks older than Tom Holland. And he's really thin though. He's really small. Tom Holland's 
way more muscular than he is. Yeah, he he is. I don't know. Also, I've never. I actually don't know if I've seen this guy act before, so I don't know how he would play in a James Bond movie. There's a movie on Netflix called King or The King, I believe. It's based off of a Shakespeare play, but it, I mean, it's, oh, a, it's a full it's, movie. It's a, I, I I know what it is. I started that movie. He is in that. Yeah, I, I thought that movie. I thought it was pretty good, but. I don't know. I liked the end. There was like, I don't want to spoil it for you, but some the way that somebody dies in the end of that movie, I thought was the funniest fucking thing, and it wasn't supposed to be funny. I still need to finish Vikings. Maybe I maybe I'll go watch that today. Yeah, still on that last season. Still waiting to see that funny thing that you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you might miss it. I hope you don't miss it because I thought it was the funniest thing. Maybe I'll do that later today. But I laugh at inappropriate things. Like it's what I'm think talking oh, about yeah. is not funny. Like it's like fucked, but it's funny. <laughs> All I right. Well, and then I'll and then I'll text you and be like, "Yeah, I know what you're talking about." Right. All right. Maybe I think this is the end. Yep. Yeah. Um. Overall, I think it's probably the best one of the Craig movies, in my opinion. Uh, and I'm definitely excited to see whatever they do with the next one. Definitely. I, w- I would. Our final review of this is: you should go see this movie. Yeah, definitely go see this movie. It's worth seeing. All right. After we throw the entire thing of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next week uh, will be Dune. Yeah, Dune, and it will be a long one, guys. Get ready. Oh no. I'll probably I'll probably see it like Friday, and we'll we'll do this Saturday. Yeah, I'll see it. Oh no, hold up, because I'm going with Molly. Molly's coming with me to see it, so I don't know which day I'll see it. I'll get okay. back to you though. Okay, you're not gonna see it Thursday night on opening night. I don't know yet. I have I'm to. Shocked. I might have to go actually buy the tickets. But see, it's not like a. It's not like a movie, like a Batman v Superman or something where I haven't seen it yet. I know everything's going to happen in this movie, so it's not like anyone's going to spoil it for me. Right. So, it's a little different, but... Yeah, I haven't decided yet. Well, we'll, it depends on how my week lines out, but... Alright, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, guys.